You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. You know, there's something about the anointing I'm feeling right now. And I, I you know, I know we have people that are joining us uh, in our podcasts and uh, television, live streaming. But folks, we're living right at the end. What we do for Christ, we must do now. I have with me, as you know, for you that just joined us, Pastor Tony Carpenter from Baltimore. I've asked him to read from Matthew's Gospel, the ninth chapter. Listen, this was the first message I preached when I was 14 in a youth meeting, and eight people got saved, and six of them went away to Bible school. I went back to junior high. <laughs> but listen to this. This is great. The book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 37 then he said unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, mm. but the labors are few. And then it says, pray ye therefore that the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth labors into his harvest field. I'm sorry, and, let me come back to yeah, verse 36. Yeah, read verse 36. Sorry about that. No. But when, yeah. he, when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. And stop right them. there. That's what activates us. Mm. The multitudes. Mm. Yes, sir. The many, the billions mm. that need Christ. And when he saw them that day, yes, sir. what happened? He was, he was moved with compassion. with compassion. You know why we're doing this? We're trying to get you to be moved with compassion. Wow. All right, listen, he's going to read that 36 first. He was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and they were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Mm. Then mm. he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Labors are few. Now, let me make a point, and I'm yes, going to sir. talk to Brother Tony. You can stay with this shot, Mr. Yes, Director. Think of this. <clears throat> I've heard people at funerals mm -hmm. get up, if it's a Christian, say, well, this is a great saint of God. And, and perhaps they were. And then they'll quote the verse. Well, the Bible says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And we'll all, you know, dab a tear. Yeah, you're right. But one day I studied that word precious, and it doesn't mean what we think it means. Wow. It means in the original language, too expensive, costly. Wow. Then quote that verse. It's too expensive and costly wow. for saints to die in God's eyes. Wow. And I thought, why is it too expensive? Why is it costly for saints to die? And then the Lord spoke to me just so sweet because the harvest is plenteous, wow. but wow. the labors are few. We need strong, healthy laborers. If I don't preach healing for any other reason, Pastor Tony, it's because we need the believers to be strong wow. in the Lord and in the power of his might. So the harvest needs healthy laborers. Hmm. I thought about the fact we've lost some great evangelists recently, great men and women of God. And some of them, if they were alive right now, one I'm thinking of would be like 74. Hmm. Well, he's not done yet, but he is because he's no longer here wore his body out. And I could go on and on. Folks, we need all hands on deck and we need you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now I'm going to ask Brother Carpenter this because he's doing this. You're building a team in Baltimore. Yes, sir. But not only there, you've gone to other cities to do this. Mm -hmm. um, 
your thoughts about preparation for soul winning. Yes. How do you prepare a team? Well, I think um, what I always see too, you, you, I would say to add to that, what, to answer this question is that if you ever see a church where the the pastor says, we want soul winners, we, we want to reach the harvest and our sheep never go out soul winning. Well, the question is, Whatever you do is what the sheep are going to follow. Shepherds. So, shepherds. And he mentioned that. Right. They, they were like, uh, they fainted because they, they were sheep without what? Without a shepherd. Without a shepherd. Right. In other words, the pastor has to get on board with this. Absolutely. Yeah, no question. Absolutely. So I, I believe that, you know, you have to lead by example. And in First Peter chapter 5, it says not being lords over God, talking about the shepherd, the chief shepherd, the under shepherds. What are shepherds supposed to do? Mm. Not lord over God's people, but rather be an example. example. So if I'm a soul winner, the DNA of soul winning is going to be inside the church and around amongst the people. So I feel like that's where, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road and to follow the pattern of Jesus. You read this to me yesterday in Luke chapter four, mm. before Jesus entered in his ministry, what did he do? He went on a mountain and prayed, prayed. and then he came down to make impact. I always believe that that's the, the the book of Acts, the every great move of God, and any individual birthed out of prayer. Could we say absolutely, yeah. yes, sir? So preparation would be the heartbreaking, the prayer, the fasting, the stirring, and then the going. What Paul told Timothy: Hey, I'm getting out of here. I need you to stir up your spirit. I believe that what's in your grandmother, what's in your mother, that's in you. But you need to be stirred to take over the he, work. He said that to Timothy. Absolutely, yes, sir. Paul did to Timothy, told, his son in the gospel. Absolutely, yeah. to, to stay stirred so you can continue on the legacy of impact and uh, and reaching. So now, I, I travel a lot, as you know. Yes, sir. You'd be surprised how many pastors and their families battle sickness and disease. Hmm. And just now, it's very clear to me, this is a strategy of the devil yes, sir. to keep pastors from leading the sheep who need to be... In the harvest, Absolutely. winning souls. Yes, sir. And uh, even in my own family, I, I could tell you uh, some that are physically battling just to have strength. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we can't have that. We can't allow the devil mm -hmm. to take laborers away from the harvest. We need everybody. Win we need you to absolutely. win souls. We need people to win souls. Absolutely. No question. Well... Let's say you have someone sitting in front of you and you know that they have in them the ability to do this. How do you step us through? How, how, how do you become a, an effective soul winner? Um, well, I would, I would encourage them to, uh, I mean, there's different paths. You can do the Romans road, there's tracks, there's street preaching, there's outreaches, there's all of that. But what I would take them on is just a one-on-one soul winning adventure and uh, you can follow, you, there's different ways to get, there's different um, literature and things that you can use. We, we actually created kind of similar to what Pastor Rodney has, but we actually, you know, made it a little different. We have a soul winning script. That Let's we stop use. right there because yes, you're, you're talking about the soul winning script. Yes, sir. All right. There's different kinds of evangelism. Right. That's what I want to say. There's Absolutely. personal evangelism, one-on-one. Yes, -on -one. Yes, one. Then there is what they call literature evangelism. T.L. Right. Osborne would do this. Yes, He'd sir. print a million books and put them in the nation before he came to do an outdoor crusade. So they call that literature evangelism. Then there is crusade evangelism, where yes, you stand, you declare the word of God, you believe for signs and wonders, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the miracles that take place bring the people into a saving knowledge of the Lord. 
But not everybody is equipped to be a crusade evangelist. Absolutely. Not everybody can publish a million pieces of literature. Right. But everybody, every labor can win a soul. Absolutely. And there are materials. So what you did, what you ad adapted that and kind of Absolutely. refined it? Absolutely. And, and again, it's the good news. It's the, you know, basically the, the going through the script, it's very simple. You ask, you, you approach any person and you tell them, you just run through it. As anyone told you that God loves you, has a wonderful plan for their life. And if they would, if God forbid, if something were happened to them, are they for sure that they would go to heaven? They either say yes or no. And then you follow the script and basically lead them through the Romans, in a sense, Romans road. And uh, explain that to the people that don't know the Romans wrote. He's talking about certain scriptures in Romans. Right. So that we quote. So the Bible says that we've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God and says for the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And then we proceed that the Bible says, if you believe with your heart, how, how faith works, believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth. Mm. Uh, that so Jesus do you try to Lord. lead people right then? Absolutely. Right there on the spot. Talk about one on one. Right, again. right there on the spot. And uh, from that, then we, we do our follow-up system, and then we get them in the house of the Lord and get them in programs and things like that. Uh, but that's the first thing that I would do. And going back to preparation, you said, what would you do to prepare them? Well, I would identify the number one thing that would stop, which Paul told Timothy, was the spirit, spirit of fear. Of fear yeah. Right. So the spirit of faith has to be stirred to jump out, to defeat that spirit of fear. Because I felt that so many times, pumping gas, the Lord will say, go reach that person. And I'll feel that spirit of fear come on me. And I'll say, well, uh, and then and then I'll just say, you know what? No, I'm going to start my faith. And then and then you talk to that person. You say, oh, my gosh, that person was about to commit suicide. They begin to break down and cry. And you say, wow, thank God that God injected me and stirred me up to go um, and to do that. But I, I really feel, um, Evangelist Ted, that fear is the big issue. Why sometimes people don't step out. And you know why? The devil brings the spirit of fear. Yes, sir. Let me just throw this at mm -hmm. you. I know you've thought this. Barner's research said there's 90 million born-again Christians in the United States. If we would get to this, where each person wins one, in one day, there'd be 180 million people wow. born again. In the second day, all of the United States of America would be born again. Wow. If I were the devil, mm -hmm. I would put a roadblock to keep that worldwide population, they say 8 billion. Hmm. They say there's approximately 1.5 billion Christians worldwide. So the first day you'd have 3 billion. The second day you'd have 6 billion. And halfway through the third day, the whole world would be saved. Wow. Who says we're going to leave the world for the devil and the Antichrist? Wow. I'd love to leave it empty. Yes, sir. What was it Brother Bonke used to say? Let's uh, populate, populate heaven, heaven and, plunder hell. and plunder hell. Yeah. So what you're talking about, maybe we could go a little bit more in, in this, but fear, mm -hmm. fear. How, how do you deal with that? Because I know you've trained people to win souls. Yeah. What do you tell them? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I would say this is that it's almost like breaking through a wave. Uh, if you ever went out swimming in the ocean, once you get past that wave, it it's more of a, it's not as intense. So what I would say is mm. to break past it is stepping out, but constantly soul winning. Not just doing it here and there once a month or whatever, like uh, Apostle Smith Wigglesworth said, he would do it every day. And the more you you do it, the more you break. Uh, for for instance, even preaching, I could never, I couldn't even read when I was twenty one. My first book was Grown Up uh, Spiritually by Prophet Kenneth Hagin. I was afraid to read in front of people because I couldn't read and I would stutter, and that's why I, I went off on drugs. So the well, Lord called me to be. On, well, it's not an excuse, but you, we've you had presidents that have that problem. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So even for me, there was many times 
to the spirit of fear, even doing an outreach, you know, with 700, you know, 2000 people, whatever it might be. Right before I was about to go on the platform, I could feel that spirit of fear stopping me. Someone's going to kill you. Your message is not going to work. No one's going to answer the altar call. And I know out of anyone, out of how many years you've been preaching, you've experienced the same thing. And it, and it, it goes every night and twice on Sunday. <laughs> right. I can never believe God called me to preach. My father was a preacher, as many of you know. Yes, but I was kind of ornery and I was not necessarily the most anointed brother. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I had plans to go to West Point and Joe Paterno had sent me a letter uh, from Penn State, me and John Spalding, when I lived in Mechanicsburg. So I didn't know football, army, something, but certainly not ministry. <laughs> but, you know, isn't God good, though? He is. And you overcome fear. Absolutely. And we overcome fear. Perfect love. Right. If you love souls and you love wow. God, that'll so take good. care of the fear issue. Amen. Absolutely. We'll be right back. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this faith alive network whatever nation you're in you are a part of god's end time plan jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support as a partner you can help us do this if you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.